I'm Patrick Sang, global citizen, investor. Join me as I talk with global influencers for their insight, wisdom, and how they overcame their own personal challenges. Sharing positivity, overcoming challenges, creating one world together. I'm Patrick Sang, anything is possible. Welcome to another episode of Anything is Possible. It's a fireside chat in Monaco. I have Anthony Cataldo, AKA Tony. Um, Tony, I understand that uh, I should call you Tony rather than Anthony, right? Why is that? Unless I'm in trouble because my mother uses Anthony a lot, then I gotta go run and hide someplace. So Tony's probably better. So Anthony, um, <laughs> no, seriously, uh, Tony, so tell us about what you're doing and your mission and what's your organization doing? Uh, yeah, my story is interesting. Um, I was that guy that went from idiot to genius overnight. I started a company previous to the one I just started called GT Biopharma, but the other one, the original one, um, IOVANCE, um, a NASDAQ company. It's a cell therapy company, and at that time in 2011, nobody really understood what cell therapy was, but I just kind of knew that cell therapy was going to resonate. I was a bulletin board company, uh, to make a long story short, um, it got up to $7 billion in market cap valuation. So that's when I became the genius part. Saying the same thing I did seven years before that too, by the way. And then um, when I left IOVANCE, everyone thought I was gonna do another cell therapy company. And because we pretty much started that industry. But the issue that I had with that whole thing and why I got to GT Biopharma and the trike technology, which is another NASDAQ company, and I'll talk about that in a second was that the most expensive thing you can do in biotechnology is a cell therapy company. It's a million dollars to $2 million per patient. Um, that's a huge economic cost. And these are stage four terminally ill patients that, and that's their last hope, cell therapy has a place. But because of its cost, I didn't like the economic model, uh, even though I was instrumental in creating it. And nor did I like the ergonomic model. The physician administration was very complicated. It's not really a drug, it's a cell therapeutic regimen that would take me about two days to really explain. But the other thing is the, uh, the, the ergonomics of the patient experience. These are stage four terminally ill patients. They've had the crap kicked out of them and it's just really tough on them. So when I left, you know, I was talking to my, my partner, my science partner, Martin Schroeder, and I said, look, I think conceptually cell therapy is really interesting. It's getting a lot of valuation, appreciation, and that's great. But at the end of the day, I grew up in the projects in Cleveland, Ohio. We didn't have insurance. And even if you had insurance, it would be a fistfight to get them to cover something like a cell therapy. So in 2014, everyone was talking about targeted immunotherapy, but I don't think anybody really understood what the hell it was. Um, but I felt that NK technology in your immune system, everyone knows about T cells. They're B cells and T cells are created in the adaptive side of your immune system. NK cells, which stands for natural killer, are in your innate side of your immune system and they are the most prolific cancer killers. The problem with an NK cell is they only last three hours. And so when you're a stage three, stage four cancer patient, your immune system is just not efficient enough to really get them out there and do the job. Fast forwarding to GT Biopharma is I wanted a technology that, that eliminated the economic issues of cell therapy, mimicked it, 
but also solve the ergonomic issues. And the trike is doing that. And I, and what I say, Patrick, in I give a lot of speeches now. I think CEOs talk way too much, and you shouldn't listen to a damn thing we say because in biotech, it's all about the data. Human clinical trial data needs to be the voice of your company. Anything less than that is just bull. Thanks for the honest opinion. Um, just to share with you, my father passed away a few years uh, mm -hmm. from cancer. Um, and actually we tried to uh, use immunotherapy, uh, which we in there we didn't do so. And then he did a few bouts of chemo. Yes. And uh, by the time from, you know, uh, being diagnosed to the actual passing away was maybe six, seven months. And, it's a tough one. And, and the chemo, he was already stage four by the time we knew. Yeah. So I believe that looking back now, the chemo actually accelerated uh, the whole thing. But, you know, he wanted to try and we mm -hmm. obviously we tried, but well, I think, you know. Yeah, that that's, you know, look, he did what was available to him in the knowledge base. I think, you know, the good part about what's happening with us is I like to stick to what I really mean, and that's data. In this clinical trial we're on at the end of phase one, and we've shown, um, we've shown responses and clinical benefit on stage four patients that they had nothing left like your father. And it is really leveraging the immune system. And we, um, we went NASDAQ February 15th at a $50 million valuation in three months. We're now a half billion dollar market cap valuation. We were just included last week into the Russell 2000 and all of that's great. But the only reason that happens is because our, our clinical trial data, here's the good part of what I, I really, set out to do is that we're delivering this thing called trike tri-specific nk cell engagers and you know to really explain that you know i don't always assume that the audience whether it's a radio audience or tv audience or a conference audience that everybody's an oncologist or a hematologist or and i hate the term dumbing down something because people aren't dumb it's we speak a different language so i try to articulate things the transition with the trike and what's really caused that kind of market cap appreciation, we're up 600% since February where the biotech sector is down 30%. Why? Because patients, very sick patients, are responding, even in our phase one trial, which is unusual to see efficacy, and we're seeing that. And so there has been some really key things. The most thing I'm proud about the trike is it is working, but there is yet to be a side effect, and your father, um, when you have cancer, you're going through hell already. And then add chemotherapy or bone marrow transplant or radiation therapy, another element of pain and suffering in the hope that it will generate some sort of positive thing and cause survivability or even a cure. I always felt that putting poison in a person's body was not the right way to do that. Everyone talks about targeted immunotherapy. But the only way targeted immunotherapy works is if you can actually show it in patients working. And the trike, we've been lucky enough because the trike does what it's built to do. It's been showing this kind of um, no side effect profile, patients eliminating cancer at 63%. Uh, that's pretty big. These are patients that have been written off. And it's, very, it's a wide platform, so there's a lot of hope for the trike to get in other things. And even at a uh, half billion dollar market cap now, we're still the lowest guy on the totem pole 
because we did it the old-fashioned way. I was a bulletin board company three months ago. No one was paying attention to us, but we had real data. Once I got uplisted to NASDAQ, Big Pharma, I'm, I'm being crawled all over by Big Pharma and all that, and that's all you know, good for my ego. At the end of the day, it's um, what's good for the patient, and then if it's good for the patient and you can demonstrate real clinical data with efficacy, then it's also good for the investor. Sure, that's really great, uh, very inspiring, and you know, wish you all the success. It's uh, always uh, good to see a fellow investor and entrepreneur mm -hmm. do well, especially when it's uh, impact and helping people in a positive way. Uh, let's talk about success. In your opinion, what is, you know, how would you define success and how do you go about you know, um, to get this? Yeah, I think success is a matter of perspective. Um, certainly material success, people kind of, that's easy to kind of quantify. But I think a Buddhist monk, monk is successful too. It's all a matter of perspective. For me, what I liked about biotech is, look, you, you serve multiple masters in biotech. You serve, as a public company, you serve the SEC. As a biotech company, you serve the, F, the FDA. Mm -hmm. And so there's regulatory issues. And so you have that, it's all noise. All right. It's all about doing the right thing and being able to deliver and execute. So I think my success is based upon, um, I've heard many reasons, many excuses for failure. I've just never heard one excuse for success. So to me, I never made excuses and I have failed. All right. But I'm pretty persistent. And I think it's been my persistence that's caused me to move forward in ways I didn't dream possible. I think I'm more like a stop clock. I'm only right twice a day, but in biotechnology, that can be quite significant. Of course. Um, are there any examples that you can share with the audience where you're about to give up, you didn't, and you persevered with your decision? Yeah, most definitely. Um, let's take my current company, GT Biopharma. I started it in 2014. And I'm resolute with what I think is the right thing to do. I had outside investors, and I refused to take the company onto NASDAQ until I had clinical trial human data. And biotech assets, it takes a while to get to that. So in between that, you know, the major investors decided to bring in, you know, an institutional CEO. He didn't do crap. So they got rid of that one, brought in another, and I was on the board then as founder. And I've never let my ego get in the way of what's right. So I went, if somebody else can do a better job, God bless them. At the end of the day, it's about returning a good value to your investors and putting good value into the patient. So another CEO was brought in and he didn't do crap either. And then they called me up and they went, look, Tony, I kind of like Godfather part three. I keep <laughs> thinking I'm out and I get pulled back in. So he said, Tony, we, you need to get back in there and do that. And I said, okay, well, let's just stop the, the bullshit. And I'll go back in, but no more this, you know, I was told I wasn't bankable. So I set out to get, I got clinical trial data going. We presented at this giant 30,000 member ASH conference. That's American Society for Hematology. We showed data, everyone got excited. I went up to NASDAQ, got listed on NASDAQ three months ago, and it's been really, really good. And I just said, leave me alone. I'll get the job done. I set out to raise 15 million to get up listed to the NASDAQ, raised 54 million. And so I guess that Tony's not bankable thing is kind of gone by the wayside. It's amazing how many new cousins I have now. Mm -hmm. So it's my I guess my message to everybody else is 
yeah, people can kind of tell you you're not going to get there and that you don't have, you're not bankable, you don't have the, the wherewithal to do that. Um, that's noise. You know, I think the most important person about your success or failure is yourself. I never told myself I couldn't do it. I've always believed I could, and I didn't care, you know, how I got there as long as it was getting there the right way, and here I am talking to you. It's all about mindset. As Henry Ford once said, um, Mm -hmm. if you think you can or cannot, you're Mm -hmm. right. Look, you know, I grew up in the projects, and I'm here in Monaco, and, uh, you know, I watched James Bond when I was a kid in Monaco, so... I kind of feel like 007 this time. Here we are. Yeah. Um, what's your life ethos, Tony? Um, I, you know, I want to leave a legacy of, um, of this, all right? In biotech, right, you can make a lot of money, and that's great. But in biotech, you can make a difference to human life. You add both those things together, it's wonderful. Any one of them is great. But being able to impact human life, everybody that you know, you've experienced it directly, has had and knows somebody or has had somebody in their family um, being struck down by cancer. Cancer is an evil disease. But I think what, it, what we don't recognize, what I always recognize is it, it is to be respected from a biological perspective. It's very elegant, it's extremely smart. And the only way to defeat it is you have to be smarter. So I put really smart people around me and we seem to be having an impact, and it's um, my desire to be a guitar player in a rock group got uh, got sidelined to this, and this is better. There's still time; anything is possible, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, enter the um, the show. Anything is possible. Started when I was uh, I had hip surgery last year. Oh. I was in bed for like three months, and during that time, a lot of young people came to me asking me for advice. So, I decided to start a podcast, interviewing mm-hmm. interesting people, successful people from all walks of life, different industries, just sharing their stories so that we can share positivity with young people, show them how they overcame their challenges. And the ultimate thing is to create one world together where we try to put aside our differences and be more you know, diverse. Um, what advice, your number one advice that you would share with our audience, especially young people who wants to become young entrepreneurs or business leaders? Yeah, I think the... Uh I think the advice is first ignore the noise, all right, and to trust in what you're doing. And failure, because something didn't happen the way you thought it is, doesn't mean it was really failure. Failure is a learning experience, and it's how you react uh, when you fall down, all right. It's also is to um, you're going to acquire a number of friends along the way, a true friend. Can help you during that those times but a true friend is there when you're screwing up not just when it, it's easy to be a good friend when everything's going right so surround yourself with people of a like mind ignore the noise and just you know have a sense of purpose self-pride and i think you can get to anywhere you want to go that's why it's anything is possible <laughs> including getting a few more cousins, right? Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Tony, thank you for your time. It's a pleasure to talk to you mm-hmm. and a lot to learn from you. And you know, offline, I'd like to learn more about the, the business and how we can you know, potentially work together. Okay, excellent. Thank you, Patrick. Thank I appreciate you, it. Thank you, audience. Thanks, Tony. Sure thing.